Welcome to God's Favourite Shepherds, a collection of 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters, with many of the stories ending with a short quiz. Listen now to the author of God's Favourite Shepherds, Bill Ackland. The story I would like to share with you today is entitled An Unusual Family From Cynicism to Belief and The story is based on Matthew chapters 1, 12 and 13 John chapter 7, Acts chapter 15 and the book of Jude My three brothers and I were too young to leave home and fend for ourselves when our much-loved mother died We were grief-stricken Our father Joseph even more so. He and mother had been childhood sweethearts, growing up and living in the same village. Our father was a master craftsman. He could turn his hand to many things, like working with stone, but most of his work was done in wood. He was a village carpenter in the days before there were hardly any trees left. A few years passed. One day our father gathered us together and said that he had something very special to tell us. To our surprise, he said that he had found a lovely young woman whom he loved dearly, whom he was planning to marry. We didn't know what to say. After our mother died, we had somehow kept the family intact, doing what our mother used to do. We shared household chores, attended the synagogue school, and were starting to launch out into life on our own. Our father said her name was Mary. She lived on the outskirts of the village. Her family had only recently come to live in our area, so we we didn't really know them. Our father, Joseph, brought her to our house one day to meet us. We had to admit that she was lovely, even though not many years older than we were. She had a calm and thoughtful demeanour and a certain reserve that told us we must behave in her presence. However, one day before the marriage ceremony took place, our dear father Joseph took us into his confidence after the evening meal was over. We had just prepared to settle down for the night. What he said shocked us, for we had never heard of something like this happening before. He said that an angel had appeared to him and told him that Mary was pregnant. Immediately our father determined in his mind not to proceed with the wedding, but the angel went on to say that he must not do that, for Mary was pregnant not by any man, but by the divine power of the Holy Spirit. More than that, her baby was to be called Jesus, for he would be the saviour of the world. We could hardly understand what all this meant, but our father went on to explain what the prophecies of the scriptures said. These foretold that the Messiah would come to bring salvation through our nation. The baby that Mary was carrying would be the one to do that. My brothers and I found it very difficult to accept what our father told us. Why would God choose our poor, insignificant family to be the family that the Messiah would be born into? Surely he would come from a prominent family no doubt from within the priestly class. Yes, that was it. It was all a misunderstanding. Surely the Messiah would come from Jerusalem and be related to all the right people. And so even after this new baby came into our family, we four brothers still had serious reservations as to what would become of him. I have to say with regret 
that we were not as kind to him as we should have been as his older brothers. We would test him in all sorts of ways. But he would just smile back at us and say something nice that would make us more annoyed than ever. This brother of ours, whom Mary and Joseph named Jesus, helped our father in the carpenter shop for quite some years. So we still thought that what we had heard about him all those years ago must have really applied to another person. We just did not know. It was something very difficult for us to understand, even though we were some years older than he was. And then one day, after our father passed away, Jesus announced he must commence his mission in this world and go out and preach the kingdom of God was at hand. This confused us even more. Mary, our stepmother, smiled knowingly, for we had noticed that she had been very diligent in teaching her young brother the scriptures. Even from a very young age, he just seemed to soak up those words like a sponge, as the saying goes. Jesus left Nazareth. He preached as he went about the country and healed people of all kinds of diseases. He even released people from the power of evil spirits and raised the dead to life. This was all too much for us to deny. In all these things, it became apparent to us that the power of God must be with Jesus. And then, three and a half years after he left our home, the chief priests and rulers of Jerusalem seized him, tried him illegally at night, and with threats and ranting, persuaded the Roman governor Pontius Pilate to order his crucifixion. This was the turning point in our view of our young brother. We realised that because of his godly life, the miracles of his ministry, and all the events at the time of his crucifixion, he was indeed the Messiah, the Saviour of the world. My name is Judas, also known as Jude. My brothers are James, Joseph and Simon. The Holy Spirit inspired me to write a letter to the Christian Church, and my brother James became its leader. How fortunate we were to have the Saviour of the world as our brother. How sad that for many years we did not accept him. Happily, God forgave our unbelief. He has blessed us more than we can tell as we spread the good news of Jesus Christ, the Saviour, who was our brother. You've been listening to God's Favoured Shepherds, a book with 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters. If you have any comments or questions, or to obtain a copy of this book, give us a call within Australia on 02-4973-3456 or send an email to radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. We'd love to hear from you.